It's time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we're broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage on TwinTalkCast.com. We also do it on the uh, largest internet radio network in the world, and uh, Live365.com. Jose, I was perfect. Now you can't hear me, eh? Um, anyways, look at look for us on Live365.com and look for Twin Talk Cast Radio. Eh? That's our radio station because that's how we do it. We like uh, it's you know part of the Twitterverse. Eh? That's how we roll, ladies and gentlemen. We want to thank you all for tuning in with us again as we do every Tuesday night. It's a it's a radio show by twins, but not necessarily about twins. No, but it's all about us, eh? Like, you know, figuratively speaking. And, uh, <laughs> it's all about the twins, Holmes. Uh, but as you as you will tell, as you can, you know, bear with my brother a little bit. I do get a little bit of talking in there. Uh, uh, we're totally different. Whatever, dude. Anyways, uh, today we have a fantastic show for you. We have an awesome show tonight. Tonight we have... Tonight, dude, what's, what's, what's going on, bro? I can hardly hear me. I'm I was so, perfect. Then do this, dude. Do You're this. like a Nazi, eh? Look, I got to do what's right on the show, Angel. Stop it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> tonight, tonight we have a guest with us tonight. Uh, the man is known as Beat. What is it? Box Beats? Beats? Bots? Bots? Beats? Box Beats. Box Beats 91. Box Beats Brandon Martinez is going to be with us tonight. He's the guy who's uh, just check him out. He's he's an awesome performer, musician, and artist. Um, People still bop beats. No, but it, but, it's, but let me tell you, it's not just about beatboxing. This guy is a is a whole band. He's better. Remember, oh really? Remember, remember Bobby McFerrin? Uh, Don't worry, be happy. Yeah. Well, this guy, this, this blows guy him t- away. This guy takes it to the next level. Uh, he's yeah. amazing. So he's going to be with us tonight performing. Uh, he's also going to talk about his upcoming EP. All right. And uh, so it's going to be awesome, awesome, awesome. Also with us tonight, tonight, Angel, uh, with, as we do every week, every Tuesday night, the, our multimedia journalist, the girl with the pink headphones, the girl with the skinny on all the news, entertainment, and sports, all that good stuff. With the news and dirty laundry, our girl, multimedia journalist from NBC and Telemundo, Jackie Casas, is going to be with us later with the news and dirty laundry. What do you got going for us in news and dirty laundry? Hey guys, tonight on News and Dirty Laundry, we have the latest on the missing Malaysian airline plane <laughs> where 239 people on board are still missing after several days. Uh, also, also, what does Obama want to do with your paycheck? He's made up some new comments on overtime pay. Uh, oh. I'll give you the latest on what he says about that. Also, oh, I got a lot to say about that. Have you ever fell in love in the skies? In the, uh, in the skies, in the skies? Yeah, like in a plane. In disguise, you yeah. mean? Have I been part of? The, am I part of the Mile High Club? Well, I wasn't talking about that exactly, <laughs> well, but I've got a really sweet okay. story about some love connection that happened in the skies. Right now, wow! And that's it. With uh, that'll be Jackie with the news and journal laundry. That, that and more, right, Jack? 
Of course, that and more, guys, on News and Dirty Laundry. News and Dirty Laundry. So stay tuned for that. We want to invite every one of you to give us a call or give us a chat. Um, give on twin. What's wrong, bro? I'm giving you signs, eh? Angel, I'm sorry. Like, I put it louder, eh? Angel, I'm doing it. Whatever sounds good to the recording and to air. I'm sorry that you can't hear yourself. Pull those dreads off your headphones. <laughs> oh, Anyways, okay, we wanna, thanks. We want to invite you all to give us a call on our landline here at 626-275. That's 626-275-8946. Also, you could chat us up on Facebook, on our Facebook wall at Twin Talk Show, or is it's Twin Talk Show on Facebook? Twin Talk Show on Facebook, Twin Talk Show on Twitter, Twin Talk Show on Twinstagram, all that stuff. It's all about the Twiniverse. And hey, hey beatbox, grab some headphones so you could hear us. Hey? Box beats. Box beats. Sorry, Holmes. <laughs> I was walking backwards when I said that, eh? <laughs> I was doing the moonwalk. Uh, eh? Shoo! Anyway, we I want, don't know if it's on. We'll, we'll try. We want to invite. Okay, now we want. We want to. You inv- could sit here and listen if you want. Meanwhile, okay, dude. Is, is, he, is want, he gonna be in the way of the camera? He's totally covering the shot, dude. Is he? Yeah. Well, that's okay. No, sit down, beats. Sit down. <laughs> Box beats. There anyway, anyway, so we want to. Um, Can you we, hear? We want. We want to let you guys all know that uh, uh, that we are broadcast here every Tuesday night from uh, Theo Lisa's garage, and we want to. Uh, I'll let you know that we also you can also go to TwinTalkCast.com for our previous podcast. Go to pre, click on previous podcast and we have an array <laughs> of podcasts. My wife's all texting me. Talk about the hike. Eh? Talk about the hike. Uh, yeah, yeah, My yeah. wife's always giving me content, eh? but but you know, you know she's really good at <laughs> celebrities, man. <laughs> Every one of them she knows. Anyway, Billy Scott. Any Billy Billy Scott chimes in about the headphones over your ears, over your dre- your dreadlocks. He <laughs> says, "If Angel's wearing them, they're called dreadphones." <laughs> Thanks for chiming in, Billy. Right on, Billy. When you coming? Hey, did you ta- did you put put in your tax return already? Hey, dude, we'll have the beer. Hey, just anyway, we want to thank you for listening. We didn't make it last week. There was a uh, um, a catastrophe for all of us trying to make it. That we all have day jobs and other lives, and unfortunately, we didn't sync schedules. Uh, we were trying to post a rerun of an old show. Wait, uh, I I I can't say I dropped the ball on that one. Eh? I didn't say that. It I was just, just I didn't. I I sold. I told you I can't say it. Yeah. Neither can you. But you know my my computer's like ready to kick the bucket. Eh? Anyway, it didn't happen, and we 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 are, we're sorry about that. But we thank you for being loyal and tuning in with us again. And you know what? Week. Can I add something to that, Jose? Please. To our loyal listeners, you will anyway. To our loyal listeners, we really we really love you. We're we're so happy you're there. Tell your friends, hey, eh? have like a twins uh, Tuesday Tuesday party, eh? you know, like, oh, that would be awesome, man. Eh? And we'll go crash it. We'll broadcast out of your house. How about we do like a like what's a, a twin talk home invasion? A twin talk home invasion, eh? I uh, love that. that would be great. That'd be fun. Hey, to, hey, Scott, Billy Listen, Scott, we can bring Jackie if you invite us to your home. <laughs> we will bring not only Jackie. But we will bring an awesome performer or something. We'll bring a performer. Uh, we'll bring the beer. You well, you bring the beer, dude. You bring the food. Dude. You you guys have some food and feed us, and we'll be fine. And we'll I'll be, bring. We'll beer. be happy to go. Anyway, so that's what's going on. <laughs> awesome. We're going to we're going to shout outs already. We're not going to talk about like what happened last week. Oh, we do that later. Okay, go ahead. How was your How week? was your week? How was your week? But well, you you, you want to get to that point. But you're the one that always wants to talk about your week. I had a really good week. Yeah? Yeah. I went to work at 3 a.m. Um, yesterday. Uh-huh. Was it yesterday? Yeah, I went to work yesterday at 3 a.m. thinking, oh, my gosh, they sent me to downtown L.A. to cover the 
festivities for St. Patrick's Day. And I'm sitting with a reporter between live shots in the truck saying, Ugh, please, we're, it's 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. in downtown L.A. Nothing's going to happen in downtown L.A. to 10.30 or 11. <laughs> parade and everything. We're like, get us off of this. We want some There's break. actually Irish we want in some, L.A.? Yes, what I'm saying. We want some breaking <laughs> news. Wouldn't uh-huh. you know it? The earth shook. Oh. Yeah. So I got what I oh, wanted. Oh, you were up at that time? Yeah, I was up. I didn't even feel it. Eh? I, I found out about it on Facebook. I found out because I was sitting in the news van, looking, watching the newscast, waiting for our next live shot. And you made it happen. It didn't shake. I didn't feel it. But I saw John Klimak, our friend from NBC4LA, he was anchoring, just looking down. You know, he's like this, looking down at the at his anchor. Because all the anchors have a see-through plexiglass on their, on their desk to look into their computer. Uh-huh. And he's looking down and he wouldn't look up. And I'm like, dude, are you tweeting? On air. I'm thinking, are you tweeting? Are you forgetting you're on camera? <laughs> but I think he just kind of froze. Oh, he, he froze on camera? It looked, well, you know, it didn't look obvious. It just looked like he stopped what he was doing. And then it turns out he and Michelle Vias, I want to give him credit, they both stayed cool on the air. Not like uh, the video that you've probably seen from KTLA. <laughs> I love that video. Where, I haven't. It's hilarious. Chris Schabel and... Chris Schabel and Megan Henderson from one of our local news stations, yes. KTLA Channel 5, uh-huh. um, had a... F- "Quote unquote freak out moment about the earthquake, and, and they, they both ducked under the desk. Chris <laughs> Schauble had a very he had memorable a face, face, and it's gone viral. It's all over the internet. I haven't with, seen like, it. Eh? With like, memes going crazy. It's but, but not. But like to to quote to to quote Chris Schauble, a friend of ours, good guy. Yes. Um, he says it didn't just go viral; it went nuclear. <laughs> <laughs> but no one's mentioning they're they're talking about the fact that they dove under the desk. They're talking about the fact that he made that face, but no one's mentioning that Arsenio Hall finger he did first. Ars- it was like this. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's an earthquake uh-uh, on camera. On camera. So he's got this Arsenio thing going. <laughs> if you look up Chris Schabel, KTLA, over there, know, Jose. quake response or whatever, there's you'll an earthquake. See it. It's hilarious. <laughs> Anyway, so, but, but I went, we went to, I was working with Jacob Rescon, a uh, reporter for NBC Los Angeles. Post that, baby. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, Jack is going to post a picture of uh, Chris Schabel doing the Arsenio finger. Anyway, um, we went to look for damage. There was nothing going on. No damage. No damage whatsoever. So, we just did what every news reporter should do. Go to a mom and pop gas station and ask for their surveillance video. Oh, is that what you did, huh? And so we, we were, but we were the only ones that thought of it because all the other stations showed up later to this gas station that we got this video, this camera shaking. No one thought of that except oh, me and my reporter. Of course. Of course. So Because you think out of the box, eh? Because you're think a twin, eh? Out of the box. I'm the, I'm the one who got it. He, I, did, he went to a different direction and I showed up to this gas station, I spoke know. to this lady named Magdalena. Um, who was there alone, and she's like, oh, see, it shook like this. And uh-huh. you got video? We looked at it, and sure enough, the camera did this. Nothing awesome. fell, though. Right. Nothing. For those of you that are listening, listening I bet to, you the lady didn't even think about looking at it until you guys went over there. Huh? No, of course, they don't think of that. Uh, but, you know, for those of you who are listening to us from other parts of the country, no, it's not scary as heck to live in a, in this in a city where there's earthquakes or in a state where there's it's a lot not, of It's not. It's something to talk about, eh? It happens all the time. It actually happens more often than not. And a lot of times we don't even talk about it because they're so small. I used to be, I used to, you know, I used to be really paranoid about it because I sleep naked. And, uh, <laughs> and ever since then, I've been to a nude beach. I don't care. I'll keep sleeping <laughs> naked, eh? Nothing wrong with it, eh? So what is it? They see me in the buff, eh? Um, that reminds me of the story. Of when, that would be awesome. <laughs> the story when you and I were were, were younger. We're still oh, living at home. Please say that 
that story. I love the earthquake that story. when we were still living at my mama's house. We were living at mama's house. What were we? 19? That was a wild, 18? dude. We it, like, the ground was rolling like this. We were like Shoot. eighteen or seventeen. Shoot. I don't know. We were we were we were teens. We were eighteen years old, and we're living. And and I'm in the I'm in the bedroom. This earth shaking in the middle of the night. My mom's running up and down the hallway saying, "Earthquake! Earthquake!" earthquake. earthquake. And so, of course, you do what every Californian does during an earthquake. Before Facebook. You jump. Yeah. You jump <laughs> up out of bed and you stand under the doorway, which is supposed to be one of the most secure uh, parts of the house in case things start falling. So I'm standing there. Naked. But, but I stand in the nude. I mean, I sleep in the nude. I still do, ladies and gentlemen. And my mom ran up. Good to know. My mom, yes. My mom ran up and down and never said a word. The next morning, we're having breakfast. <laughs> No one's talking. That morning, yeah. That morning. We're not, no one's talking about the earthquake because it's so commonplace in California. <laughs> we're having breakfast and mom is serving us their food and she walks up to me and puts her plate down. She goes, mijo. I'm like, yeah, mom. She goes, wear clothes when you sleep. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Uh, to this day, I've disobeyed. That was funny. Eh? I feel more comfortable when I, I totally don't remember. I never forgot that. I, you know, when you work pajamas, especially pajamas because they're so light, they tend to run up on your legs and on your arms and get all crooked on you and it's uncomfortable. So just sleep naked. I sleep naked. All right. If it's warm or cold. I clean house naked when there's nobody there. Okay, that's done. I do. That's enough. No, done. Do you charge for that, Angel? (laughs) (laughs) That's going too far. I should, huh, baby? That's going way too far, dude. (laughs) I'm going to get into business on that. But it's scarier. To live, I think it's scary to live in a in a place where there's always tornadoes and hurricanes because, you know, those are definitely going to do damage. They're going to definitely do damage. Yeah, look at those little kids in Oklahoma, man. They were stuck in the restroom full of shit. Whatever, dude. The Wizard of Oz. What? You know what I did this weekend? No. I went to this uh, La Puente Art Walk. Okay, cool. La Puente, you know, like next to Pollen Park, like our hometown, yeah, next to their hometown. Mm-hmm. This little downtown area, La Puente, you know, First Street and Valley in that area. So I go over there, and it's like a couple of blocks of like you know art galleries, and then uh, then booths and bands and shit. And it was kind of nice. I, I went with my wife, enjoyed. But I primarily went because it was a a corner where they were going to be doing open mic, right? Like this poetry thing, you know? and I and I like I, I wanted like you know. Refine the art a little bit, you know. I'm 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 not really like a studied spoken word. Okay, okay. I just put it out there. Uh-huh. So I go over there, and when I get there, was a bunch of old folks reading excerpts, uh, what they call haiku poems. You ever heard of haikus? Of course I know. I never heard it's of the a haiku. Japanese. Yeah, it's a five thing haiku. Yeah, yeah, it's just like ironies. It's just a bunch of ironies. Yeah, but it's. it's I thought it was Japanese. It was cute, you know, and I was like snapping my fingers out there and shit. <laughs> so then it was finally my turn, and they finally called me. So I go out there, and I always do the same too when I do, because I'm trying to refine them both, the delivery, and then change it up a little bit. I did, you know, when it rolls down, you know, the uh, uh, shit rolls downhill. Okay. You know, the whole. Yeah, yeah, I know. I say shit four times on there. And it's really not exclam- ex- an exclamation. It's not even an expression. It's more of a reflective, you know, denouncing the use of the word shit. And they kick it's you out. It's brilliant. Okay. You think it's The brilliant. guy interrupted think. me. That's what you think. The guy interrupted me. How many more times are you going to say that word? This is a family affair. It was in the street, Holmes. And, and but, but but he's got a point. It is a family affair. But it's not like a bad word, eh? In fact, it's telling people how bad it is to use that word. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. I remember that one. Yeah. Because I, I remember the day you used it. You were talking about, you know. It was, Shit rolls downhill. It's, it's not about the word. It's about the expression. 
It's not. About the expression of shit rolls downhill, which is a ridiculous logic. And I, I sh- you know, I'll listen yeah, to but it's not logic. about the word. It might be about the, um, the, uh, you know, uh, the notion of things rolling downhill, of, of being the scapegoat to something or the whipping boy. It's not your. Po- I remember that one. It yeah. wasn't about. It the is word. about that. It's well, not like, it's not but like you're it's using the word because you're using it in a. Uh, uh, when you do that, you're using it in a in a, you know, in a denouncing way. You're, do- you're putting people down, and so whatever the case. Yeah, but you're not, but it you're was not, a poem. Eh? It was spoken word art. Nobody. He didn't show me any love. But eh? you the know what? The creator of this. But, the creator of this. He didn't show me any. So love, what did he eh? do? He's a. He stood in front of me, between me and the two people that were there, because everyone else was just passing by. Uh-huh. And he's all, how many more of those are you going to say? And I'm like, one more. You know, and I <laughs> said one more. I finished my, my poem. And, and, you know, I had a, a couple of people, like, clapping and stuff that really appreciate uh-huh. If the guy would have listened. I, and you know what I think? I think that, that I just was not the style. You know, I wasn't an old guy reading excerpts or haikus no, no, out of la da da. No, the thing is, you were in, but you were in a public area saying the word more shit several times. And I understand. It's a public area. It's open. It's not like it was a, a club where someone, it's, you know, 18 and over, 21 and over, and people typically are carded to go in, and you would understand that there are youngsters around. Maybe you should have taken that into consideration, Angel. Not Charlie. Of course, those you are have. those are senses, princes, princes, okay. princes, here's, a, here's an example. Um, a many, um, a number of times, you've gotten on my case over posts that I've made that are political, and it garners a lot of responses from people that are offended or are for it, and they get to this big old discussion and argument on Facebook, and you're like, "Oh, this is supposed to be cool, Jose. You're offending people." Hey, bro. That's the same thing, isn't it? Except for the fact that I'm not saying the word shit. Nah, I'm, just, I'm just posting. Let I don't me think it's the same thing. I am just posting what I believe are political truths. And um, and without offending anyone personally. Without- <laughs> There's nothing true about politics, eh? But, but <laughs> that's my point. So what I'm saying is you were worried about that then. But now that it's your poem, it's like, oh, Charlie Holmes. No, the guy's got a point, bro. I'm not swearing on Facebook. I'm not attacking anyone personally on Facebook. If people are offended because I say that Obama is the worst president we've ever had, that's on them. You know what? I didn't swear, and I didn't you offend anyone. You said shit four that's times. That's not swearing, eh? It is. You I, don't say, I don't say it in front of my kids. I don't allow my kids to say it. But see, there are certain words that adults speak that they don't allow their kids to speak, and they don't want their kids to say it. Uh, I should say that at the chill lounge later on, so everyone knows what I'm talking no, about. No, it's what it's... Probably one of the worst cheer lounges. I in my think opinion. it's the most brilliant one of all. No, I, you think uh, it's, it's totally is brilliant. It's funny that you would say that. Someone who is a, an artist would probably not think that he's so brilliant. I've had some really good responses on that, and some maybe, of the open maybe, mics, and that's great. And, and amongst other spoken words artists, they're okay, like, "Wow!" And I'm not going to take that away Boom. from you, but a good artist is probably his worst critic. He's not the one who's going to say, "I'm brilliant." No, I'm a great artist, but I don't say that my works are brilliant. My great, I'm a great artist because I realize I'm not a great artist. <laughs> You're funny, Jose. I'm saying the <laughs> truth. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, it's time for the shout-outs because we love you, eh? And whatever, dude. You don't know. All those listeners we have, even Jack is like, oh, we love you. We might we regard you in high esteem. We might care about you as our fellow human beings. But I don't know you. I don't love you. <laughs> hey, but we do. And that's why we're giving you the <laughs> shout-outs. Just being pragmatic, that's all. Uh, the shout-outs are brought to you by... Um, um, uh, that is Junior the <laughs> second. You've got to write that down because it's our sponsor. 
And you have got to remember that. Aladdin Jr., the second uh, Mediterranean cuisine and concert venue in the city of Pomona. I'll give you some more information later. First, I want to give a shout out to this Vato man. He's going to be on our show next week. Cool guy, Math U. Math U. Math U from the group 11T. And uh, uh, check him out next week on our show. He's going to be out here. Hey, Looking forward to it, Holmes. Also, I want to give a shout-out to new listeners. Probably our bot beaks knows this guy. Uh, Michael Aronson. Bella Dye. Awesome. Thanks, thank you for listening. Yeah. Uh, also, some uh, shout-outs to uh, fellow KISS fans. Rafi, Kathy D, and comedian Richard Barba. Come on the show, Richard Barba. Make us laugh. Uh, also, I want to give a shout out to uh, Vicky Stone. Oh, give us a call at 626-275-TWIN. 8946. <laughs> Matthew Long, write me in. Rosie Hernandez. Also, I want to give a shout out to Lizzie from The Walking Dead. Your sis is a walker now, eh? Is that what you wanted? You wanted your sister to be a walker now, lady? <laughs> he, she killed her sister because so, she wanted her to be a walker, eh? <laughs> what kind of shit is that? Anyways, you got any shout outs? I want to give a shout out to uh, my friend Jacob Resco and also want to give a shout out to Coach Gio. Hey, Coach, if you're listening, thanks for listening, man, and thanks for all the help. I really do appreciate all the work that you do with our kids. Uh, you do it out of the, your love for children and the love of the sport and all that stuff, so we appreciate it. Coach uh, Stephanie and uh, Olive Burbank Little League, yo! Shoot. Also want to give a shout out to Dora Neblas and Maria Guerra. Thanks for the fin- finger, baby. <laughs> Anyways, the shout outs brought to you by Aladdin's Junior the Second Mediterranean Cuisine and Concert Venue in the city of Pomona in downtown Pomona on 2nd Street. That's the Arts Colony. They got a great choice of beer. The Mediterranean Cuisine is mm-mm. And the music <laughs> on the weekends. Tell them to the, uh, look them up on Facebook or look them up on the somewhere. Tell them the twins sent you, please. All right, we'll be back. Uh, remember, we're going to be with Box Beats tonight. We'll be right back. Shoo!
Plug a twin today. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Everyone, this is Melissa Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV, Dish, and AT&T U-verse. Tune in. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we're broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage on TwinTalkCast.com. We're also doing it out of the largest radio internet radio network <laughs> in the world. Uh, Live365.com. Just look for Twin Talk Cast Radio. Tonight we're going to have Box Beats. Box Beats. Brandon Martinez, known otherwise known as Box Beats. Check him out at Box Beats 91. Box of Beats. Man, I'm sorry, man. Say it. Go ahead. Chat it in. Box. Dude, I'm sorry. Box of Beats 91. Facebook. Box of Beats. Box of Beats. Check him out. Box of Beats. Bob. Bob, Bucks. Uh, it's of an acronym beats. for me to remember. He's eh? going to be with. Uh, he's here tonight. He's going to perform some awesome jam. I'm going to talk about his upcoming EP and how he started this. this uh, he's got to have a story on this one. And and I got I, I, I got a story about this kid too. Turns out I know this kid. We have a past. You do? Oh yeah. I don't know. I when I was a kid, I used to do some pretty good beats too. You know, <laughs> when it, when I would take a bath in the tub. Oh my. God. Let it go. Cochino, eh? <laughs> dude. You know, press your ass on the bottom of Okay, dude, there's some things you just don't. Just you don't. do that, eh? But there's some things you just don't talk about. You don't. You don't. You, you just don't. do them, huh? All right. You don't. Just do them, you guys. Let me know about it later on. Uh. <laughs> anyway, so that's what's going on. We want to, We also want to let you know that on our network, on TwinTalkCast.com, tonight, every, following, following Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tales from the Sunset Strip with Willie Bass tonight. First of all, Willie Bass, rock and roll icon. He is the ambassador to the Sunset Strip. He knows everyone. Slash, uh, the Poison guys, the uh, Lynch Mob, all those acts, uh, you know, Ozzy, uh, Guns and Roll. I mean, you name it. He knows the guys. He knows the guys behind the scenes, and he talks to them. He has some great stories. I really did. You know, when they, he goes on right after our show, so on the drive home, I, I listen to it on uh, Live 365 radio app on my phone. I just plug it into my speakers on my car, and I'm totally intrigued. He had the, the, the people that come on the show, or they call in, or they come on, producers, uh, performers, and they have these great stories of like that you wouldn't know, oh, that you remember. Oh yeah, I remember that when they had that hit. But there's always these backstories. Yeah, there's backstories, amazing backstories. Like when he said that he used to go pick up Slash to go uh, to go practice. Yeah. One time he went to Slash. He used to sleep on the couch, and he had to help. He spent about an hour trying to find Slash's snake. They got away. <laughs> yeah. So you got to hear stories like that. Nobody. You 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 hear on other networks. You've got Nikki Six who's got his show. You got David Lee Roth and Vince Neil even has a show. But you've got. They don't tell you. All, they don't got all the back stuff like Willie Bass. He's got all this other stuff. And tonight he's got an amazing guest, Kenny Kerner of K- Kenny Kerner and Richie Wise, the two producers who created the Kiss sound. They produced the first two Kiss albums, and then subsequently, oh. subsequently, um, many more albums. He's got an in-depth interview with. Kenny Kerner tonight. I can't wait. I can't wait too. Right on. Uh, so talk about catch. Kiss, man. There's a lot of like drama with Kiss, eh? First, there was all this drama because the band they they they, they let go. They let go the the previous members, Peter and Ace. They right. brought them back. Then they let them go. 
And then they put these guys with their makeup on. So there's all this drama about that. Then they release all these books and all of them talking trash about each other. And now this whole rock and roll Hall of Fame thing going on. What my brother's talking about is the fact that Kiss was finally inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, uh, of which is going show, to be inducted well, they, next well, month. They're inducted. They're just going to have the ceremony. The ceremony and all that next month. And uh, the controversy that's going on is because Kiss has been around for 40 years. And the original incarnation of Kiss consisted of Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, Peter Chris, and Ace Frehley. And um, the guys from Kiss, the, the two original members, Paul and Gene, they're still in the band, now have uh, Eric Singer and Tommy Thayer. Filling in as the other, the star child in the kit. The there were, yeah, there, no, the spaceman in the cabin. But and there's also, the makeup. But there's been Vinnie Vincent, Mark St. John, Eric Carr, awesome Eric Bruce Kulick. And that was when they didn't wear makeup. And but, they had a lot of great music. So the controversy is that Gene Simmons says, hey, well, the original guys sure as heck helped start the band and sure were the originals, but, but they were only with the band technically for like. 10, 15 eight, years? Eight years. Or eight years? 19, like, not that even long. And they've been, they've been around for 40 years. And they've been around for 40. Now, eventually they got back together in 1998. They had a reunion tour, then a farewell tour. And ever since then, they've gone back to fill-ins. But you know, the, the CEO, uh, you know, they're going back and forth. Uh, Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons putting out some press releases. And then the Hall of Fame CEO putting out some press releases. But I haven't got to the controversy, go, Angel. I haven't got to the controversy. Go to the controversy. Well, I'm well I just did it in a nutshell before you did. No, you didn't. The controversy is not that they're on there and there's all these members. The controversy is that Gene Simmons said, call player Chris and Ace Hey, we're in the Hall of Fame. And they're like, great, we'll, we'll be there. And then he went to the kiss. Gene and Paul went to the Hall of Fame and said, hey, we'd like also to have Thayer and Eric Singer included in this. Uh-huh. And they're saying that Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is saying, no, we're inducting the original guys because yeah. they're the original. They're the ones who started the whole thing. And plus, there's some parameters like 20 years ago or 25 years or something like that. Really? Is that so? But Gene Simmons, I thought insists, it was really off the cuff. Gene Simmons saying, "No, wait a minute." With the Grateful Dead, you had one of the new singers who hadn't even performed with them live. Yeah, inducted. So he's being right. And, and Chili Peppers was the same thing. The Chili Peppers, they had uh, writers or, or, or they, that weren't even you know in the band. I didn't know that were inducted. And uh, I can see Kiss's point on that. But let me tell you, I can also kind of see the CEO's point on that because the CEO was saying, "Well." The uh, what CEO? What are you talking the about? The CEO for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I forgot his name. Forgive me for that. Uh, um, it doesn't matter. But the guy was saying, "Well, look, we are inducting Kiss for what they did by kind of the groundbreaking uh, yeah. of of the makeup and stuff at the beginning. How they've impacted and Tommy Thayer and uh, Eric Sear, who are now in, wearing Peter Chris's and Ace Freely makeup, and don't even they're they're playing the characters of the original guys. It's a good point. And not even playing their own music. They're playing the music of the original guys. So I can And they're hired hands, really. And you know, and I like that. I, I think that they should all be invo- involved except the last two. Because the last two have not uh, are really being characters of the other two. The other ones really were themselves. They contributed as themselves. As themselves. Not playing the role of Peter and Ace. And you know Very they, good point. And then, you know, Kiss, Gene, and Paul have always said that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has has always snubbed them. Come to think of it, maybe they have snubbed them. Maybe the, the CEO say, you know what? Well, we're not going to snub you, but we're going to prove a point. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what? Because... If you think about it, I love Kiss. I, I they, they do great music. They do a lot of great shows. 
but I'm really pissed off at them. They're like a pseudo cover band now. Um, um, because not, listen, I I like the idea that we can still see Kiss in concert and stuff. Me too. Unfortunately, because it's it's and and look, Kiss Angel and I are hardcore Kiss fans. You can see us a picture of Ace Peter Peter Chris that I painted. Let me show them off. Peter Chris, <laughs> Paul Stanley, we're I hard. Got a tat. We are big fans. So the fact that we say, "Geez, let's pay homage to the original members," yes, but the new guys are just filling in. But they're awesome. I have seen them in concert. Uh, they they're amazing musicians. They do a fabulous job in in in, in paying homage to the kid, kiss them. Uh, but indeed. Yeah, they Kiss has not really put a good album out since. Here's what Gene Simmons says. He says, while conceding that Freely and Chris were every bit as important as we were at the formation of the band, he insisted that his longtime foil, foil, Paul Stanley, are better off without them in the lineup. And that's because Peter and Ace have a, you know, a propensity for partying and drugs and what have you, or so it's reported. But anyway, they're just Nazis. I just wish that Gene and Paul would just say, you know what? Yeah. You know, that's go up and do it for the fans. They they say they're fans. They love their fans. Go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Perform as the original lineup. Yeah. When you accept the award or whatever, give credence to the rest of all the other guys that have ever been in the band. Yeah. But for goodness sake, it's a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It means one of the parameters has got to be 25 years ago. So if that's I, the case, Thayer and Singer aren't even involved. I just think, sorry, I'm a, I'm a fan, Gene, but you're a bully. <laughs> I'm glad he's not a politician I'm a fan um, I, I think that he's just a hard nose And you know what Maybe they feel like The guys that they got right now Might be feel snubbed But they should know They're hired guns They're, they're, they're wearing Ace and Peter's makeup Good dude. point if Come had, on If they dude. had their own makeup Kiss, Chris was all about Your own your own alter identity your It was all about Your individuality And then they did this so it just totally just threw it all out of the water. Having said that, you and I are still going to go see him in concert. Yes, we, we are. Def Leppard. Def Leppard and Kiss is going to be a great ticket, dude. Goes to show how It's hard a great show, has. Jackie. you got to see Kiss. Everybody's <laughs> got to see Kiss live. Billy, Billy, Billy Scott just chimed in on Facebook. He said, you need video broadcasts of your shows. Hey, Billy, we're recording this right now for YouTube. And You're we're looking see at it on YouTube, Holmes. <laughs> we're looking right at you right now. <laughs> So Look gonna, for it on Twin Talk Tube. We're going to put it on Twin Talk Tube. And if you want to check out some of our music videos of artists that have performed here before. <laughs> you didn't know that was the name of our YouTube channel? Go to Twin Talk <laughs> Tube. Jackie's all happy. <laughs> anyway, uh, unfortunately, right now, we don't have a, we only have one camera. <laughs> maybe, so the, so maybe, the lovely Jackie is not on, the, uh, on camera right now, but she will be. Let me show my tattoo again, eh? It's pretty sexy. <laughs> anyway, so also, if you want... Wow, look at those guns. If you want to help nice. Twin Talk... Be and on, I don't even have a permit for it, baby. If you want to help the video version of Twin Talk, give me a call or send us an email. Let us know if you can help us out with an HVX-170 Panasonic P2 camera because that's what we're recording <laughs> on, and we'd like two of them. We have one now. We'll plug you. We'll give you a shout-out, We'll eh? give you a shout-out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for asking, Billy. You'll check us out soon. We'll be, we'll be doing that for sure. Hey, come over, Holmes. <laughs> Anyways, we'll be right back with some more... Uh, Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, and we're going to come back with News and Dirty Laundry with JC.
Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we're broadcasting live from Theo Luis's awesome. garage. Dude. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Ooh, yeah. Can I say that you guys look so cute when you guys start rocking now? It's so adorable. Well, all you gotta do is play some it's kiss like, songs. At the same time, you guys are like, dude. Please don't sing Angel, dude. Hey, this was like 1979. One of their biggest hits. It was. Well, because it crossed genres. It went and, from and, rock. And they didn't cross genres. It crossed genres. Okay, pardon me. <laughs> Genre. Uh, genres. It crossed genres. <laughs> Here it is. Please don't say. Anyway, so um, while we sit around dissing Paul and Jean for the for some of their stubbornness, Bullies. we are still <laughs> hardcore fans, and we will catch the show when they go on concert. The co- they go on sale this Friday, man. Tickets go on sale this Friday for Kiss and Def Leppard. Oh, what a ticket. Do they go on this sale this Friday for real? Hey, what has... Dude, we got to yeah, buy tickets. This Friday. What we has ten legs and nine arms and rocks? <laughs> what? Def Leppard and Kiss. <laughs> the drummer is missing an arm, eh? Uh, uh, that's a good one. I like it. I like the it. The drummer is odd. Did you know that, Jackie? Of course. I did not. Def Leppard has this awesome band, and the guy, the drummer had a, a, a car accident. Uh-huh. The, the arm got stuck in the uh, seatbelt, and now he drums with one arm and two legs. Wow. But uh, he, was, uh, he died. I mean, he died. He almost died in a car crash. Came back with one arm, and then they recorded their most successful album they had ever recorded up to date. Wow. Or even since then. That's a great story. Yeah. I like that, eh? I like that story. You like them apples, huh? <laughs> All right, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. When you hear that guttural beat. Wait, let me let it breathe a little bit. That beat that grabs you from the loins and says, Time to listen. <laughs> it's time for the girl with the pink headphones, the girl of a multimedia journalist, friend of Twin Talk, friend of mine, friend of yours, girl with the skinny on the boobies because she likes them too. <laughs> skinny or not skinny. <laughs> but we love her and respect her, multimedia journalist from Telemundo and NBC with the news and dirty laundry. It's Jackie Casa. Shoo! So now I know next time you guys are getting a little too crazy and fighting, I'm just going to like YouTube kiss and I'll play it and you guys will suddenly stop and start like rocking out. She says crazy. Crazy. <laughs> I like it. Let me let me, move, let me move the camera real quick for Bob, Billy Bob. Billy's got to see Jackie. Go for it. Well. All right. Talk, Jackie, Jackie. Go, go, go ahead. for it, Jackie. Oh, that's so sweet. I think I think that would, that's awesome. You're, you're absolutely right. We always, we stop for kiss. Yes. Because we rock. So I, next time when you guys are like, Jose, you you talk too much. Angel, you talk too much. I'm just going to go. Beep. I want to rock and roll all night. And you guys are going to Party you guys are every stop. day. I uh. swear. <laughs> well, you know what? We have some really great kiss stories. You know, uh, we'll probably get into those. One, uh, we, we used to chase the limos. Um, in fact, uh, G- serious? Gene Simmons uh, let my brother have it with him. Limos? Well, 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 kiss we limos. Uh, he's speaking figuratively speaking. We, when we go to shows, we do our best to find out what hotel or whatever they were hanging out afterwards to go so get hot are kind of like stalkers. No, kiss no, stalkers. we're just fans. You know what's interesting? Kiss aggressive fans. No, kiss. If you want to meet kiss, hang out with us. Hey, we always got the skinny on that. Well, I, look, how we did would, you guys find out? It's just you know what happens. You go to, like back. 
then, like, when were you yes. guys doing this? Like, in the 80s or whatever? Back then, there wasn't, like, Twitter. The early Google. 80s and the 90s. <laughs> You're right. Facebook to find out where they're at. You're absolutely you, what right. What you do is you show up and you see the same fans that you've seen at the, all the previous shows, uh-huh. and everyone's got the rumors and everyone talks, but it's only a certain a right. crowd of people. You, only people you, you don't trust. let it out, eh? Cause you, oh, insiders. Insiders. Yeah, there you go. We're insiders, Holmes. Wowzers. Okay. <laughs> well put. Well, good to know. So that's We're, what we I've met, I've met Gene Simmons, and he's very, very nice. Yeah. Super nice. Very hard worker. I've seen him at our lot in Burbank. Four o'clock in the morning, working, hustling. Really, I saw a picture. Yeah, yeah. You know, my story, our story with with Gene Simmons was uh, one of the times that we went to go meet Kiss after a show. Uh, we were getting Some out hotel. of hotel, and it was very late at night. In a lobby, and a small cluster of fans were waiting in this hotel lobby for them to arrive. What kind of hotels would they stay at? It's just a regular Hyatt, Hilton, yeah. Hyatt, and 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 um, depending where they were, and um, Kiss um, would arrive individually. One fan would come in. I mean, once one, one musician would all come sweaty. in, we'd all show up, we'd get around him, and take pictures and and and, and autographs. <laughs> and I had this this uh, DSLR Jose camera. was obnoxious. I had a no, but I wasn't being an angel. It was just look. If it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have the photos with Gene <laughs> and Paul. Because otherwise, you would. But you know the photos that people get, and they're not looking in the camera. Yeah. And you're just like, I'm with Gene, but but. Yeah. But Gene's looking somewhere else. Yeah. So what I would do is I'd like I'd say Gene or Paul, Paul, to look at the camera while Angel or whoever's, and I did it for all of them, and he's calling me obnoxious. Anyways, I was doing it with Gene, Gene, <laughs> Gene, Gene. He's signing autographs, signing autographs. Gene over here, Gene, Gene. Finally, he's because it was late, and now he goes, "Shh, be quiet. It's quiet. People are sleeping." So I'm like, Gene, Gene, come here, look, Gene, look, because I wanted him to look. He's such an ass. But he wouldn't look. He is. So he finally, really he said, "Look," he says, "Give me your pen, dude. Give me your pen." He's signing someone's. Autograph, and he's like, he finally says, look, if you don't shut up, I'm going to butt fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and he laughed. <laughs> of course I laughed. He's all, Gene's going to butt fuck me. Gene's going to butt fuck me. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course I didn't Everybody say that. Everybody in the lobby was laughing. For the record, I did not say that. But it was funny. But it was funny later on. We were talking about it later on. <laughs> Anyway, so what's going on with news and dirty laundry today, my dear? Story. <laughs> we were really young, so you know. Oh Lord. <laughs> okay, guys, moving on. This is another amazing mystery that has boggled the minds internationally. Officials have revealed a new timeline suggesting the final voice transmission from the cockpit of the missing Malaysian plane. It may have occurred before any of its communication systems were actually disabled, adding more uncertainty about. A- Um, who aboard might have been to blame. The search for Flight 370, which vanished early March 8th while flying from Kuala Lumpur to Beijing with 239 people on board, has now expanded its search deep into the northern and southern hemispheres. Australian vessels scoured the southern Indian Ocean, and China has offered 21 of its satellites to help Malaysia in the unprecedented hunt. Hey, uh, let me just interrupt here, okay? I, I just want to just... 239 people yes. disappeared? Gone. Jose, do you feel like you missed the rapture? <laughs> Very good. That's a good one, brother. Uh, we're all sinners. We're doomed. No. Hey, it's uh, only they're two- in heaven, eh? They were all the only Christians that were raptured. 
<laughs> Investigators say the Boeing 777 was deliberately diverted during its overnight flight and flew off course for hours. They haven't ruled out hijacking, sabotage, or pilot suicide and are checking the backgrounds of the 227 passengers and 12 crew members as well as the ground crew. Did are, you? Did you? Did, wait, wait, let me, let me co- corroborate my story. <laughs> the... Uh, did you know that the number seven in the Bible is considered a holy number? Okay, what's oh, the point? Really? It was flight seven seven seven. Well, okay, that is a very symbolic number. It's a very and they they disappeared. It's the rapture, dude. It's we didn't to be make lucky, it. Isn't you, it? You, you guys are we're, you guys are all in denial. We didn't make the rapture. <laughs> there's um, been no wreckage. Uh, just to uh, clarify, there's been no wreckage found, and it's being considered one of the most puzzling <laughs> aviation mysteries what's of that? all time. <laughs> what's that, Angel? The relatives Somebody have, at the door. <laughs> somebody at the door. Um, <laughs> uh, the the relatives and the family members of the passengers have gone start missing. Praying. <laughs> They've been so upset with the search, with nothing that's come about. It's been practically ten, ten days. Um, they're starting a hunger strike in response to the uh, search of nothing that's turned up. There, are, there are a myriad theories on this. A lot of them, of course, abound. Um, within the conspiracy theory um, uh, 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 cl- being hijacked, uh, cl- you know, um, community, <laughs> but but you know, think about it. There are so many things that that point to uh, question marks. For instance, the apparently the uh, satellite uh, it kept not the transponders which were turned off into. There were two transponders that, that work as you know the satellite uh, radar. Two satellite trans. I mean, two radar transponders were turned off somehow. Consecutively, not at the same time, as one would presume would happen if there was a crash. Like or one before the after. Yeah, one right after the That's other. That's what consecutive means, eh? Yeah. Orale, huh? <laughs> I thought it was a coin. Like you and I were born consecutively, not at the same Orale, time like huh? people think we are. Just yeah. <laughs> but, but I was consecutive from you, eh? Because you were not consecutive <laughs> until I was born. But I was executive, eh? Orale, good anyway, one. so um, another thing, too, is that <laughs> apparently there's been satellite pings. Um, that have yes. been occurred for hours after, mm-hmm. which indicate that the plane w- is either functional, still intact, or was still flying for those hours. Oh, they, well, it, 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 we were left behind, eh? Listen to Kirk Cameron, eh? <laughs> Something that threw people off uh, was because they were calling their cell phones and it would still ring. Versus if they had crashed or had been destroyed or had lost communication of some sort, it would go straight to her voicemail and not ring at all. But <laughs> Listen, it was still so, so my ringing. Girl, so to my girl, if she gets mad that I don't answer the calls, babe, you'll never know. I might have been in a plane crash or hijacked or <laughs> held hostage. Oh, no, that's terrible. Um, so it's, like I said, it's being considered one of the biggest mysteries of aviation in all time. It's happened before. But it's in, happened before. Uh, France airline in 19, whatever it was, disappeared. Also, people were thinking the conspiracies. Eventually, they found a wreckage. What I say to conspiracy theorists is that, for goodness sake, that's a huge ocean. Two-thirds of our world, our planet, is covered in water. Having said that, those there are compelling arguments for conspiracies. The, what you just mentioned, the, the phone's still functioning, um, things like that. Um, other thing, you know, Here's my theory. If I'm going to go hardcore conspiracy theorists, this is what I'm going to say. That, hey, listen. Um, in 9-11, these terrorists were successful in flying airplanes, utilizing two or three airplanes as missiles. Angel. With box cutters. But the point is, they utilized two, uh, according to the theory, 
that they use as their missiles. Now it's going to be a little more difficult to get those, you know, whatever. So how about stealing a plane, emptying it, filling it up with dirty bombs? Because now it's so much easier to get these bombs from the old Russian Republic and uh, places like, uh, you know, other parts of the Middle Dirty East. bombs? You know, just nuclear, don't wa- just don't watch nuclear, your bombs, eh? nuclear weapons, Angel. You And then use the plane as a missile. Fly it low over a, multi, uh, uh, a metro- metropolitan area and explode it. Because as you know, bombs don't explode on impact. They explode like, you know, 1,200 feet in the air. Really? For, yeah, for bigger damage. Absolutely. I thought they exploded at impact. No, it's not. That's like what a, the cartoons show. <laughs> I thought it hit the ground. He's so fast. So I do think I'm worried so about say, that. So you're saying they hotwired it? I'm saying that they, they somehow stole the plane. They're emptying it out. They're going to use it because they could always paint the plane and change the tail wing number and all that, and no one will know. All of a sudden, the, there's tens of thousands of uh, vessels in the air every single day, and one of them really? will just fly yeah, into someone's airspace nice and low, blow it up. I'm worried about it until just they find some wreckage. Just don't fly into MySpace, Holmes. <laughs> MySpace <laughs> don't exist. Oh, it does, but it's a difference. <laughs> Anyway, so that's my theory, and it worries me. Okay. It's still very concerning, but, like, no one's come forward with taking responsibility for this hijacking. Well, that, that's... <laughs> whoever, if it really is, if it really is an organization, which, you know, terrorism has not been ruled out as a possible reason why, <laughs> I would imagine, since they've been so successful in having no one finding them, they would probably want to step up, right? No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, no, no, but they that, want to step up, step up because they're they're that, like we are boggling your mind, and it's no, but that's <laughs> a, no, but if your theory, if it's your theory, is about <laughs> hostages, then they would they would utilize them for ransom, and and the hostage are the players in this. But this is not the case. The players, um, um, in utilizing my theory, which may be wrong. They don't care about the hostages. They don't want ransom. They don't want to negotiate. They want to use this airplane as a missile, except they want to use it in a way that will be even more damaging than the 5,000 or 3,500 people that died on 9-11-2001. Imagine a plane that size. It's the biggest plane they have. Mm -hmm. The biggest plane like that. A big plane that's filled filled with nuclear ordinances. That's scary. Yeah, it's scary. They should call it that too, eh? The plane. The plane. (laughs) He'll spot it, eh? Well, there uh. is still, like I said, there's still a search ongoing. There's 26 countries that are involved in this search internationally. Um, and they're trying to figure out with the recent pings of the uh, radar and anything others, any other information that they can find to try to track down this plane. And we'll see what happens. Sad Got days it. for the family members, though. Well, we, we, we hope that hey. there's answers to this. This might end up like the John F. Kennedy thing that we'll never know, and all these theories abound, and we'll never know. All I have to say <laughs> is that whoever said lost would never happen. <laughs> Guess what? It's Maybe. Hap- <laughs> Maybe. Could be. I never got that show. I tried watching it. No good. By the way, you brought up Walking Dead. Uh-huh. I watched three episodes in a row recently. They're boring, aren't they? Boring. What? Yeah. All it is is zombies. It's a mediocre drama, mm-hmm. very mediocre drama, set around zombies. I think what people get into it is because they're zombies. Just not good. Okay, Especially after watching seen... Breaking Bad. That is amazing. Have you seen the season, the season series finale? I, I watched all of it. You saw all the way to the end? All of it. Oh, my God. It is a, 
It is. Wow. It, it, Angel, have you watched it? You have. Wa- I've seen it two like, episodes, but I feel like only because my sons are watching. It. I feel like you know how addicts. I suppose addicts are. They, <laughs> they get hooked on a, on a drug, and it's fun at first, and they're kind of enjoying it. They really are. They're hooked on it, and then it gets ugly. But they're hooked on it. That's what Breaking Bad was. It got ugly, so but sad. I could not turn around, and it was a deadly, horrible spiral. It was awful, but I could not take my eyes off of it. It was amazing. Yeah. It was. I'm sorry, Walking Dead. I haven't seen this season of Walking Dead, so I can't really Horrible. judge. Boring. But the first three seasons I really enjoyed. Really? So I hope that... Com- compare it to Breaking Bad and the scale from one okay, to ten. Okay, no, it's not the same, but I really don't watch anything scary at all. I refuse. <laughs> so the fact that I watch Walking Dead is more like I have, like, cajones. You know, like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I can I can watch this. I can see zombies. And that's really why I Does like it. Does your boyfriend watch it with you? No, no, we don't watch. We don't watch. Walking he doesn't Dead. have. Hey, shout but out he to loves Breaking Bad. He loves Breaking Bad. Well, as th- soon as it came out on Netflix, he calls me. He's like, "Babe, The Walking Dead." Uh, no, sorry, Breaking Bad. Oh my gosh, that is it's an amazing on. show. So it's an amazing show. Uh, it was a, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna pimp that show, even though we're not sponsored by <laughs> what network was it on? Showtime, HBO? AMC, AMC. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the one of the most amazing things I have ever watched. On it television, really it is really complex characters, very well written. Brian Cranston and, blew my mind, and you get hooked. Beep, but I will warn you, you will feel dirty, unclean. <laughs> you will feel like an addict by the end of it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to be funny. That's how I feel. I'm still recovering. I'm on a 12 step program. I hope you don't start losing your teeth, eh? <laughs> All right, guys. Moving on. All right. Uh, U.S. Labor Secretary Tom Perez offered details this week about the Obama administration's push to revise overtime pay regulations, confirming that the Labor Department may close a what they call a loophole in the uh, which uh, test to use to determine which workers are managers. This is basically because the loophole in U.S. wage and hour law that lets employees treat many of their workers as overtime ineligible managers, even if a lot of their work is the same as non-managers who do get overtime. Um, The administration and and the president feel like this is wrong and have mentioned this during one of their legislative uh, conferences in Washington. Last week, President Obama directed the Labor Department to weigh revamping overtime rules related to the country's law, according to the Fair Labor Standards Act. Are you saying that, like, salary is going to get overtime now? People who are managers who don't, um, who don't, uh, what's the word, who don't, who it, don't get overtime pay, basically, because they are managers, and they supposedly get more income to compensate for that, versus the hourly workers. Mm-hmm. Now, these managers might possibly be eligible to get the overtime pay just as hourly wage workers. Uh, I disagree with this. So here's the deal. Managers that take these kind of jobs that are salaried jobs, that's basically what they are. They're salaried jobs because... The reason why is because typically manage the people in those positions are going to work these crazy erratic hours, so um, the companies hire them on a on a higher salary than would be if you're working hourly, with the understanding that you're going to do some overtime, and you're just still, you're going to get that flat pay. When people get those jobs and they take those jobs, they understand what they're getting into. 
They realize what they're getting into. And that's what right. bothers when, me. When, when somebody gets a job, you agree to the job yes. offer. You do a little negotiation. Yes. I'm pretty good at that. Yes. And what bothers me about this is that the president and, yeah, and his administration with that continues to pander to this. They understand, Angel, that we're going into midterm elections, okay? In November, midterm elections, it's a big deal because they but don't Obama's want... Obama's not running for it again. No, but, but all the Democrats are running for re-election of the Senate and the House and everything, and they don't want to lose seats. So they're doing everything they can. What did Obama do recently? Talk about minimum wage has to be raised. That's what they're talking about all over now. He raised the minimum wage for the federal... And that's good. I totally agree with that. I disagree with it. But that's not the point. The point is that 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 is back in the talk now. Immigration is being talked about. All these things that they're talking about just to get the votes. I'm sorry. Obama doesn't care about better pay. He cares about points. If he really cared about better pay, there would be no Obamacare. That's kind and of like explain that later. That's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy, Jose, because of course you you give your 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 voters what they want. No, you so say you're going to give it to them. You give your voters what they want, so you get the votes, but you're giving them what they want. No. So you get the votes. Okay, let me but re- you're giving them what they want. So you, let me you get the votes. That's the same, that's exactly no. what it's all about. No, Angel, it's not about But gi- you know what it Angel, you know, it's not about giving it what they want. It's about saying you're going to give it, but you don't. Look, what six, are you saying that they're going to they're going to do it Angel, and they're not going to No, let, let me later, ask you. No, I'm what you're saying is yes. that they're saying, "Okay, we'll give it to you, but they're not going to." 6 years later. Just re- Angel, they, 6 years later, Obama has still been the the president in history. Uh, in history, who's deported more Im- illegal immigrants than any other president? And what did he run on? I will reform immigration, which I disagree with. I'm okay. just saying. Okay, just so what you're saying? Oh, so what you're saying? This is another lie. Oh yeah, huge. Obama, Obamacare. Uh, if you want your health care, you can keep your health care. If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. All lies. No one's calling him to task, Angel. Nobody. But you, you know what? If they do give those managers uh, the opportunity to make overtime, it's no big deal because really the the uh, the government wants your money. When you work overtime, it all goes to them anyways. Okay, from let me tell you why it's a big deal. You want me to tell you it's a big deal? I mean, I'll tell you it's a big deal because those jobs will now become lower paying jobs. People will be laid off because they can't afford it. See, here's the deal. The reason why there's those those managers are salaried is because they're going to work some crazy hours that will put them into a, a budget situation for paying them. Good. And they understand it. It's an agreement between the two. I've been salaried before. Indeed, when I do freelance work as a cameraman for other production companies, I work on a flat rate You know, a lot of times. Sometimes I don't. Right. Sometimes I do charge overtime. But my flat rate ends at 10 hours. I go 10 hours straight sometimes. And then I go kick overtime kicks. And sometimes they're just flat. So my point is there's an understanding for the government to step in on private enterprise and say this is what you got to do from now on. When they have an understanding with the employer is wrong. Regulation causes inflation, causes um, unemployment, causes a myriad of problems for the economy. What has Obama done to improve the economy? Nothing. That's ex- I totally agree with you with regulations, man. That guy regulated me on that open mic. Eh? It does nothing for, no- for the art, Holmes. <laughs> That's how rude. Uh, That's rude, Holmes. That's rude. All right, guys, let's move on to some love in the sky. Hey, I have a question. Sorry, baby. It Wolverine. You know Wolverine from the X Men. Yeah. If he was Mexican, would he be Chupacabra? No, because a no. wolf is like a rat, right? A what? A wolf is in the dog. No, a Wolverine like is like a rat. No, Wolverine. it's not. A Wolverine is a rat. Is, is a type of dog. It's a type of rat. 
It's not a dog. I'll bet you a hundred bucks. Really? Yeah. Why, wh- where did that come from? I don't but know. But isn't a chupacabra like a <laughs> Why, goat you, slash what? dog hybrid? Where did you bring that up? Why do you even bring that up? What does know, that have to do with anything? Go for it, Jackie. <laughs> All right, guys. Like I said, let's move on to some love in the sky. What is a girl to do when she feels like she met her future husband in her flight from Dallas to New York, but she forgot to get his number. Whoopsie. Oh, one of those situations, huh? <laughs> yes. Erica Domestic, who is a uh, lives in New York, was on a flight, American Airlines flight from Dallas, Texas, when she hit it off with some handsome young man sitting next to her. While they exchanged, you know, nice conversation, they didn't talk, they didn't exchange any contact information, any number, not even a last name. So what did she do in this now age of 2014 with technology? Well, she tweeted to American Airlines. She said, Dear at American Air, just got off my flight with my future husband, but didn't catch his <laughs> full name. Want to be matchmaker? Well, they simply responded with, we hope your paths cross again, but she was persistent and didn't um, let that just fly. She said at American Air, what happened to romance? I'm just a girl standing in front of the world asking an airline to help her. Sort of quoting the Notting Hill line. Um, that's when American Airlines <laughs> said, sorry, we're unable to give information of that sort. It's confidential. Um and she and they said, but we'd be happy to um, if you give us a description of him that maybe your friend or one of our friends could know of him. That's when she gave a description of him and his name. His name is Glauco. He was Whoa. born Glauco. Glauco. He's from Torino and uh, lives, Italy. lives in Soho. Well, lucky for her. So actually, through one of her Twitter friends, she actually knew one of her friends knew who he was and they were able to reconnect. Wow. Uh, American Airline uh, actually responded saying that they'd happy to help with their honeymoon if they're able to reconnect with this guy. Uh. And that so's bees that this um, chick, uh, Erica D- Domestic, was able to find her man. Really? All through Twitter. Do you uh, find that, that romantic? Yeah. I think that's super cute. What an amazing story to say. Well, you know, let's say, hypothetically speaking, they do stay together. 25 years from later, from now. From later. <laughs> but here's, <laughs> a, here's the deal. From now, they'll say that they met on an airline and they reconnected through Twitter. Like, how 2014 is that? Okay, here's what I got to say. About I, you this. know what I say? We I say we changed Jackie's boyfriend's name to Clauco. Here's what I <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say about this. I'm sorry, but I hate to say that women live in this fantasy world. You know, this guy, she met What do you him. mean? If she wouldn't have been persistent and wouldn't have tweeted to American Air, like, hey, I'm trying to find my future husband. Can you help me out? If she would have never been persistent, she would have never met him. But Who it's knows? not love. It just, what do you go, mean that's not love? Guy, let me finish. Don't I mean, get so angry. They're, they're, <laughs> don't, don't get angel. Don't become angel on me. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I'm sorry, but. I don't get angry. But this huh? could be. This could be. Not good. Anytime a woman, I mean, women are so like, they live in this fantasy world. They think Prince Charming is at every corner, for goodness sake. So he was a nice guy. He put his best foot forward. You From know what I'm Dallas saying? From Dallas to New York, it's what, at least a four hour flight? I'm sure she Oh, that's got long a, enough I'm to sure, know you're going to marry well, the guy. Well, you get a pretty good vibe on someone if they're an asshole or a genuinely good guy. Jose, Jackie looks so cute in her romantic little moment there, and you just busted her bubble. Okay, here's the deal Angel, Angel. It's your daughter on that flight, and she puts on Facebook, I just met the man I want to marry on a four-hour flight. Come on. Jackie, what were you thinking? It's, <laughs> it's the same. Okay, if you meet a chick, if you meet a chick at a bar that you talk to 
I'm for an hour her. or two, and you're like, man, I got I to gotta meet this woman. But you didn't get her phone number. So you're going to try to... Go to that bar again. Well, <laughs> okay, okay, but I'm not going to say... Twitter, go to that bar. Hey, I was there but, but at I'm not gonna Bar say, X. But I was I'm not talking say, to some chick, blah, blah, blah. I really want to meet her. But I'm not going to say... Thank you, Jackie. You know, this is a woman I'm going to marry. I just want to ask you, Jackie, why did you say bar? <laughs> why couldn't I just be on an airplane, eh? Well, because bar. You, you guys would probably, let's say, <laughs> that's where you go to meet girls, right? I, you know what? I feel you on this, Jackie. I think that... Uh, you know, when you got a feeling, you got a feeling. I, I, my, my exactly. wife, I, I disagree. I think, my, I, okay, my wife was totally after me. I got a feeling. She okay. got me. Okay, that's one thing, but I just don't, I have a problem with her saying, this is the man I've, I'm going to marry. This is, it, it's ridiculous. Okay, you met him after four, maybe, after four hours. Maybe. No, you know you know what, Jackie? No, I, let me, let okay, me, you're, you're a little too invested in this, Jackie. Calm down. Let me. Uh, let Angel talk real let quick. Me, let me uh, support you on this, Jackie. You have to understand this, Jose, that when a woman meets you and, and she's going to spend time with you, she's already two or three steps ahead of you in the sense that you're thinking, okay, this is a cool thing. You know, she's cool. Maybe I'll see her again tomorrow. Maybe not. A girl's thinking, okay, I'm going to get to meet her fa- his family next. And then after <laughs> meeting the family, I'm in with the family. And then, you know, we're going to have our first New Year's, which is very, you know, a very critical day for all women. Then we're going to have our first uh, Valentine's Day. Next thing you know, we're going to be together two years, and he better ask me to marry him, marry me. And then I'm going to marry him. The girls, oh, they you're describing they, your relationship with Lord. Of that's the what <laughs> that's what women do. They 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 uh, and, and, the, and they have it like they they think okay they're they're going to spend time with this guy because they're going to marry him. And us guys, we're like we're going to get in your pants, eh? <laughs> I agree with you on that. And then maybe I'll talk to you in the morning. I hear with you. I agree with you on that. But I, I don't think not it's correct. I don't think like it's a good that. idea. I Let think me just clarify. We're not all like that. We don't look at you and think, okay. like, can uh, I marry you? Have but, you, but have boy, you met you, Sandro's family? But you're have, li- I what? have you met Sandro's family? Yeah, but okay. it's not like I, I have in mind, like, okay, you're going to be my bridesmaid. You're going to be my but mother. Boy, <laughs> like, no. But you love this, don't you? You love the story. and you don't, I love this. This could be, this could be, hold on, this could be. Uh, he, she, she doesn't know. She met him four-hour flight. He could be an idiot. I love this story because I love the technology aspect of it. The fact mm. that a love connection literally happened on social media. Something that couldn't no, have happened it's not love. five, ten years ago. It's a good thing it didn't okay. happen on Flight 777, eh? <laughs> <laughs> a hookup, a one-night stand, a relationship for two months, whatever the hell you want to define it as. But I, what I find fascinating about it is that... Through social media, this woman has now met up with this okay. guy who she was infatuated with on that's, the flight. But that's not what you said. You said, oh, isn't it cute? Yes, it's think? super no, cute. It's a really the, cute story. As far as technology and the way uh, uh, social media works, that's really cool. It is. It couldn't happen. Let I, her talk. She looks wait, so she cute just, when she's saying Angel, that. Angel, I'm responding. Respond. I'm responding. Hurry Maybe, up. Because I've been troubled. I think it's, I agree with you. I agree with what you're saying. The technology aspect is fantastic, but that's not how you reacted. Isn't it cute, guys? Well, yeah, it's how you cute. came at. Because even like American Airlines, which is a corporation, which... It, PR. It, it, I'm, yeah, PR, whatever. They said, oh, we'd like to take care of you during your honeymoon. Like, how sweet is that? Yeah, we'll let you become part of the uh, Mile High Club. Are you part of the Mile High Club? Or would no. you kiss and tail? No, I'm not. Angel? I don't even uh, know how you could do that. Honestly. Never, I've never have. But you know, I should put that on my <laughs> uh, like, on my bucket you, list. Why are you giving that face? I don't like, kiss and tell. I just ask. 
Oh, what a booger. Why do you ask and then, like, not sharing your own story? Because uh, there's another person involved that <laughs> I have to think about. Well, you don't have to say her name and address and social security number. No, just her, her <laughs> measurements. <laughs> no, seriously, I've thought about it when I've been on flight, and I'm like, how? Where? I have no idea. I don't even know. Like, how you have It to is be, difficult, but it is creative. very difficult. You have, and then, like, the whole sneaky part. Like, I would feel so like it's definitely would have to be like a night, a late flight. Yes. Um, well, it could be anytime, but people do get bothered if they know there's two people. I would, in a I laboratory. can't, I, I couldn't do that. You know, I love my beer on 35,000 feet. I would not interrupt my beer time. For sex. What if your woman wanted it? What'd she say? Hey, honey, I want to be part of that Mile High Club. I'll tell her I'm drinking beer, baby. <laughs> get me another one. <laughs> I don't know. I, you have to be extremely flexible, very bendy, <laughs> and and be able to breathe in small, confined areas. <laughs> breathe heavily and not have a panic attack. You mean be... Oh, in, in other words, not be claustrophobic? Yeah. Because you're gonna have two. It's ba- it's really tight in there with just one person. But don't you hear that air blowing in there? <laughs> and if you need some more, oh no, don't yeah, flush. Yeah, but I'm sorry. I don't out. want my face up against a wall in the where there's a toilet. Like, <laughs> really, is that what would be the position you imagine? I'm just I'm just thinking <laughs> of how it would happen. It obviously can't be. Well, it may, you know, I don't know. There could be different ways, I guess, to deal with it. Let her keep going, Jose. But I, <laughs> I just think the space is way too restricting. I don't know. But congratulations to those who are part of the Mile High Club. And congratulations. Yeah, all, of, a, all of us. Oh, y'all. It's a big challenge. I congratulate you. I say wherever you can get it on, I'm all for it. And congratulations to Clau and that chick. Clauco and there, Clauco. Jose Hernandez and his... <laughs> Mystery Mile High Club girl. Okay, guys. Uh, Moving on. This is a very interesting story. A Houston area father fatally shot a teenage boy he found in his daughter's bedroom. This is according to deputies. Detectives say the man's 16-year-old daughter let the 17-year-old boy into her home in Spring, Texas and sneaked him into her bedroom. But when the father walked in and questioned who the boy was... Little cabrona said she had no idea who he was. No. She said she had no idea. An argument apparently has ensued from between the father and the 17-year-old boy. Well, he told uh, the father told police that he opened fire on the teenager after the teen dropped his hands, like as if he was going to grab something. No other he was injuries. Grab his pants. No other injuries were reported, but the uh, the teenager died. He died oh at God. the scene. The father then had like some sort of like medical emergency where he was taken to a hospital, but um, he shot a boy. Now, now there's an investigation going on. The parents of the teenager are really, really upset. Of course, they understand that you know the the daughter is the one that said she had no idea who the fuck he was when yeah. she did. Yeah, but um, the parents are really upset because they didn't think he needed to go to that extreme level not. to shoot him. However, if you're a father yep. and you see a boy in your daughter's bedroom, she's claiming she has no idea who he is. That's exa- here's the deal. It's a the, tough decision. The, the girl. That's what happens with girls. One of the things I found with girls. <laughs> oh no, one of the things that I found, Angel, with girls. Tell me if this is what you think. Don't if you agree. Have you not noticed that girls? Christine. Have you noticed that girls don't? Don't think of consequences. Yes. They will. They will flat out lie. They don't care about the con. At least guys. I'm not saying guys don't do crap. Don't do you know travesuras, but 
we realize the consequences. When we're caught, okay, you caught us. But w- girls will do whatever they can to get away with it. To the oh, point, I so to the disagree. to the point, uh, let me see, <laughs> Jackie. To up. the point that, to the, I just, I, to I, the point that in I've this case, it. this boy got killed. I've seen it. Like I was working at this one place years ago, and uh, and you know there was these, there were grown men and uh, uh, one woman. They were always in the in the warehouse. You know, it was a big company. They were always inappropriately talking to each other. The woman. And the guys, and I was never part of it because I was a rookie. These guys were been there for years, but it was obvious. One day, she was mad, and then she implicated them yeah, for harassment. I hate when women these do that. Guys, these guys, and she was always part of it. Yep. And perpetuating it herself, these guys that were had tenure in the company lost their job, yep. their Ooh. pensions, she because didn't think about it. They, they said the wrong thing at the wrong time to a woman. And that... You know, you, you know. I mean, come on. I mean, the guy shouldn't have been interacting with the women. It's inappropriate to do those kind but of things. But the women are selective but, about that. Yeah. You know, I mean, they. I, I, it can happen. It can happen. And the young girl. Well, the thing is that the young girl was uh, immature, and uh, she was really dumb. And I bet she feels very, very guilty. But um, I kind of. Yes, it was obviously you don't want a teenager to die for being snucked into a bedroom, but I kind of don't blame the dad. But you want to kick his ass. <laughs> Look, here's I don't the deal. Blame the, the, dad. the dad, listen, the guy, the girl said he was going by what the girl said. Exactly. This man was an this young this young boy or whatever was an intruder who was raping his daughter. And that's what he figured because mm-hmm. the girl says, "Dad, I don't know who this guy is with his on t- on top of me." Mm-hmm. So of course he had him at gunpoint. Yeah, and, and it's Texas. And, you know... You don't no, mess with Texas. There's nothing wrong with that. You got an intruder in your home who's raping your daughter, apparently, according mm-hmm. to your daughter. Mm-hmm. If the guy does something and there's an accidental shooting, you know whose fault it is? It's the girls and the boys for doing that. I would have a... If I had a gun, I don't plan to buy a gun, but if I had a, what I felt was an intruder, I don't care how old the guy is. He's an intruder and he's raping my daughter. I would have a gun on him. I wouldn't want to shoot him unless I had to. And so I don't blame the guy. I think that they should not be, they shouldn't blame it at all. I mean, especially the fact that the girl said this guy is basically said he's raping me. Well, the family and the friends of this teenage boy are very upset with him and feel like he is the one at fault. He shouldn't have taken those extreme measures. Um, he shouldn't. Uh, what, what was he doing with a gun in front of a seventeen-year-old boy? Um, well, you know situation. what? I think it was extreme measures. Kick the little boy's ass. Um, but if then you, he would have gotten like nope, in trouble because but, he's no, but, an adult. But, but he's no, an intruder but, raping his daughter according to the daughter. But that's what I'm saying. I'm saying kick the guy's ass, subdue him, get him arrested. But killing the guy when you really have no threat, okay? I mean, really. But he didn't know that. He he thought he was raping his daughter. Like he didn't know if there was a threat maybe if he was armed or yeah, not. He I wouldn't mean, have known that. Here's a here's a rapist regardless. According to the guy, uh, the, the daughter, he's a, not only a ra- an intruder but a rapist. So the man, of course he's going to be scared if someone has the gall to enter a house with people in it and rape your daughter. I would be afraid with my gun pointed at this guy. I would be afraid that he would do anything he can to try and leave and escape. You know, hold the daughter hostage, whatever. So, of course, I'd have a gun on the guy. So, if the guy shot him accidentally, these things happen. The boy shouldn't have done that. The girl shouldn't have lied. You don't shoot to kill. I don't necessarily you think you he, don't but shoot he, to kill. Uh, but apparently, he didn't shoot intentionally, Angel. It was an accident. Okay. It was an accident that the kid was in the room. Hey, Medico del Flow, I'm glad you're listening otra vez, Holmes. Where you been, Holmes? <laughs> Where has he been? 
Even Jackie misses you, medical. <laughs> well, just to confirm, the authorities have had, uh, they haven't filed any charges against the father, but the investigation is still ongoing uh, with this case in Texas. Moving on, guys. What's next, baby? Have you guys heard of Lux the cat? No. <laughs> He's turned into a viral sensation online about Lux the cat. Lux the cat came to fame after his owners felt the need to call 911 on him. Yes. They called 911 on the cat? On the cat, yes. Teresa Barker and uh, boyfriend Lee Palmer uh, apparently say that the cat called 911 when the cat scratched their infant son. Um, after that, he pulled the boyfriend pulled on the cat's <laughs> tail. So then he was. Then the guy apparently kicked the cat, who went crazy with rage, forcing the family to take cover in one of their bedrooms. <laughs> now this is all on a nine one one phone call that actually was released. This is all in Oregon where this all happened. Let's take a, go ahead and take a listen. What happened? Yeah, hi. I have a kind of a particular emergency here. Um, my cat attacked our uh, seven-month-old child, and I kicked the button, the cat in the rear, and <laughs> it has went off over the edge, and we um, aren't safe around the cat. It's a very large Himalayan, <laughs> and we're trapped in our bedroom. He won't let us out of our door. Okay, does the, the child need medical attention? No, no, he's just got scratches on his forehead. He's got him trapped. But the cat, we don't know what to do about the cat. He's gone... Oh, He's trying to attack us. He's very, 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 very hostile. So I tried to get a hold of animal control. Hang on just a second. You guys are inside your bedroom right now. Yeah, yeah. And if I, when I leave out the bedroom to let the police in, I'm going to have to fight this cat. <laughs> you said the cat is large. How large? Uh, 22 pounds, maybe. <laughs> That's a pretty big cat, man. Let me tell you, I've been held hostage in a bedroom by pussy before, too. Oh, God. Well, apparently that he's, uh, they had, the couple had said that the cat had a violent history. <laughs> and uh, the cops came, they were able to get them out without having to fight the cat. But this 911 phone call went viral. They didn't hurt the pussy. No, they did not hurt the kitty. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is a, uh, obviously, internet show. There are, there it's is a some pussy. Language. There is some language. Was holding them hostage. So originally the couple said, "No, we're going to keep pounds. him. We're going to keep him." With it's just it's just a misfortune event. Well, now it turns out that they are uh, going to give up the cat to the Multnomah County Animal Shelter. Aw, sad days. Well, don't kick a cat. Which now <laughs> apparently has been it's been confirmed. It's actually a 13 pound cat, not a 22 pound cat, as he said <laughs> on the phone. Well, it would um, be embarrassing to say that a little kitty's got you ho- hostage. <laughs> I mean, they had originally be, said that they weren't going to give him up, but that they were going to seek therapy. There's got to the be something a dysfunctional. You can do. There's something you can do. I mean, open the door, the throw, throw a blanket <laughs> on him. I mean, do something. Don't call nine one one. How embarrassing, dude! It is. Get a blanket. Let him attack you with your blanket on you. Wrap him around. Swing him over your head. Throw him in the trash until the police or the, you know, whatever, uh, Department of Humane Society or whatever shows up. It's embarrassing, dude. <sighs> Yeah, apparently they have a uh, grace period of when they can actually uh, confirm if they want to give up the cat for good. But it seems like they're Lux, going, they're doing, the, the cat with the violent history, might have to look for a new <laughs> home. They're doing mediation with the pussy. Oh, God. 
Okay, how many times are you going to say that? There you go. Pussy? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I apologize for my brother. It's a pussy. It's a cat. Sad days for Lex the cat. Uh, so he might be getting up. It seems like they have to give up their, their confirmed decision by tomorrow. Um, if they're going to give it up to the shelter or if they're going to keep him now. <laughs> so we'll find out Lex fate tomorrow. Lourdes chimes in. She says, cats aren't no joke. My coworker got attacked by her cat and ended up in the ER. What? Stitches and all. Well, that's the thing. Don't Fine, get just, cats. I don't like cats. I don't trust cats. I don't care who you are. I don't like cats. I don't trust My them. My mom says cats are from El Diablo. And the first, worst thing about it, <laughs> the worst thing about it is they act like they own the whole house. You can't keep them off of anything. They're all everywhere. I'm sorry. I don't like cats. You know what I don't like about cats? I'm not telling you I hate cats, but they, they shit where they eat. Oh, gross, dude. That's you know, gross. Do you, have uh, to, do you have to swear every other word, dude? Uh, there you go. How many times are you gonna say? How many times are you gonna say that word? <laughs> <laughs> it's art. It's art. <laughs> so just basically, you know, get rid of it. You can find pussy anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So that it, babe. That's all that we have tonight, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Jackie Casas with the news and dirty laundry. Shoo! Okay, we're gonna be back with box of beats. Uh, also, my Patriot Pass and Angel's got a chill lounge. We'll be right back, y'all.
Yeah, welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we're broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage and on TwinTalkCast.com. And we're doing it out of the largest internet radio network in the world. That's Live365.com. Just look for Twin Talk Cast Radio. Okay, so now it's a time for a segment that I call Patriot Pass. And the reason why we started this segment, or I started it, was because a year or so ago, my brother and I would argue a lot about whether or not I should speak out about issues that concern me on Facebook and otherwise. And I realized that it, this is something that we need to do because our rights are like muscles. You don't use them. They start shrinking. Today I'm going to talk to those, and I usually don't talk about things personally speaking. I don't talk. I usually make it bring up an issue that concerns me that's political or sociopolitical. But in this case, I'm going to talk about apathy and i'm going to talk about i'm going to direct this for the first time i'm going to direct this generally speaking to the people who continue to attack me when i post something political first i want to proceed it by saying yo i am not in any way shape or form offended or bothered by it i have thick skin i can handle it but please if i post something it's because there's something that i believe y'all should look at and there are things going on in our government that I believe with, with, that you are turning a blind eye to. And because you don't have a good argument or you don't care or you just want to continue watching the Kardashians or the basketball game or whatever, uh, you attack me. Listen, I will continue to, to take it because I believe that you have a right to your, to your expression. But I'm going to say this. No, I, by, don't come at me saying I should you know, what am I doing about it? How about what are you doing about it? What are you doing about it instead of attacking the messenger? Listen, the First Amendment was created specifically for this reason. It wasn't created so people can have an opportunity to express themselves by wearing a T-shirt that people don't like or saying something in a job that people don't agree with. It was created specifically so that we can criticize our government, so that we can express to other people and to those people in government that what you are doing is wrong. And when I point these things out, I'm not pointing these out to bother you. I'm not pointing these out to make you angry. I'm just pointing these out to let you know that there is something going on in, in, in government that you need to probably take a look at. If you don't want to, that's fine. If you disagree, that's fine. But it makes no sense to come at me and ask me or point things out about me that make no sense. It has no bearing on the fact that we are in the deepest recession we've had since the Depression. It makes no bearing whatsoever that Obama, this administration, lied over and over and over again about health care. And now millions of Americans are affected by it negatively. It makes no sense that four people died in Benghazi and he lied from the very beginning and no one cared. The media touted his and, and his narrative. It makes no sense that the NSA, the IRS and all these entities are against the people. They're not working for the people. And you guys are attacking me, the messenger. Why don't you guys take a look? Wake up. Don't attack me. Or you know what? Do it. You have every right to. But ain't going to do you any good. So stop asking me, what am I doing? What are you doing? Get off that couch. That's my Patriot Pass.
That was my brother exercising the biggest muscle in his body, his mouth, <laughs> with his Patriot Pass. Anyway, that's what's going on. All right, I'm not offended. I don't get offended when people attack me. I just think, come on, guys, wake up. You just get inspired, eh? You go like, look, here's the deal. You people, should... people disagree with you, and you run with it. No, I just give them. A, I just they don't disagree with me, Angel. People are not even giving me a disagreement. They're just attacking my other issues. They have nothing to do with what I've posted. 99.99% of the time, I post something that's a political issue, and they, do, they, they, they skirt the issue. They never say anything regarding the issue. It's ridiculous. I always yeah. keep trying to point it back to the content. That's what I do. Anyway, so there you go. That's what I had to say. Right on, Will. Thanks for... <laughs> for- for what? <laughs> you were making funny faces and, and, and whatever it was you were doing. <laughs> Anyhow, well, that was the Patriot Pass. What can we say? All right. So now, as we've been talking about all evening and all day long, with us tonight, um, um, straight out of Burbank, out of the valley, <laughs> uh, uh, the, 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 he calls himself Box of Beats. His parents call him Brandon Martinez. On with us tonight in Theo Lisa's garage, Mr. Brandon Martinez. What's up, man? How you guys doing? Hello, everybody. What's up, man? All right. Good. How about you? Look at that. We got some audio going. Cool. Let me make sure. Keep talking. So I make sure it sounds good. Just keep talking. Just keep talking. Just keep talking. Como estas, everybody? Oh, you speak uh, Spanish también, huh? Yes. Martinez. Soy soy, soy Hispanic. Hispanic Martinez. Oh, duh. Okay, so so (laughs) I saw saw Brandon... um, perform in downtown Burbank where there's a lot of people, a lot of shops and movie theaters and stuff. And people go out. I miss and it. And it's a cool little hangout for yes. youngsters. And he was out there performing with this contraption and I thought it was pretty darn cool. So, of course, I took his card and I said, hey, um, you, 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 I, I called him and said, hey, come on our show. And he's cool. A- Here he is. Hey, and they didn't give him a ticket over there? Eh? No, they actually, I think they actually, encur- don't they encourage? Like- Definitely don't encourage it. <laughs> <laughs> but they, uh, just depends. You know, you got to keep your noise levels down. Oh really? So called on you don't get you don't have. I thought they were cool with it. No. Hey, so so uh, box of beats. Yes. I haven't heard any of your stuff. I'm really glad you're here. Can you describe what it is you do? Okay. Yeah. Well, essentially, what I do is I I just I beatbox. Mm -hmm. Um, it's the meat of the whole entire product. But um, uh, and doing that for as long as I've been doing it, um, I came across uh live vocal looping. Uh, there's a machine here that sits in front of me, and uh, what I do is I say something into the mic, and I press the button. It'll record it, replay it, and it will uh, essentially repeat that process over and over again. And uh, I use that to make music. I make uh, songs that people know. I also have originals, and it's uh, all created live, built right in front of you when you see it live in person. Obviously, here you'll be hearing it. So how, how did you get to, I mean, obviously a lot of kids grow up listening to rap artists, what yeah. have you, and they start beatboxing. Um, you have a very uh, distinct way of doing it, and you're very good. When did you realize, wow, I'm pretty good at this? <laughs> um, when people just kept telling me that I should take it uh, more seriously, in a sense of rather than a hobby. Um, I used to do it, you know, I'd go with my, my, with my best friends, you know, we'd go to the to my the house parties in high school and whatnot. And right. it'd always be something that, you know, we'd always, I just, people, a few friends of here, here and there would like to freestyle and I'd walk into the circle and I'd, you know, beatbox or 
I'd do something like that, and then they'd eventually kept telling me, you know, try doing a little bit more with it, getting more creative, and I took some good advice. It says on your uh, bio that you are influenced by the acoustic nature of vocals. What do you mean by that? Um, I mean, if you really think about it, if we didn't have a voice, how communication would be different in a sense. And uh, the way it, the way it comes out, the way it, the way it was somehow created, you know, like uh, inflection and intonation, exactly. something like it's, that. It's mind blowing, and um, I think in a sense, in 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 like the bigger picture, everyone kind of takes advantage of that, being able to have a voice, and uh, or they take it for granted more so. Uh-huh. And um, I've found that my my vocals can be unique, and I can kind of alter them in a way that I like to make music and in doing that I just it shows my it's a more of an appreciation for it rather than because um, there are people that do what I do but they like to alter the sound of the, the natural voice and what you're hearing come out of the speaker isn't natural and I'm more into that so you actually use the actual timbre and tones of your actual voice yeah well, I, yeah, in a sense. Did you say timbre? Yes, I did. Is, <laughs> is that like, in a, like a transaxial ombre? <laughs> what the heck is timbre? It's a, it's a uh, transaxial ombre. It's having to do with acoustics, a timbre of, of a, it's sort of like a tone. Tone has to do with highs and lows, oh. and timbre <laughs> has a way of, of uh, the way it resonate, resonates. Oh, a, vo- a vocal. Okay, I thought it I just, learned that in. An orchestra when I played. I thought it was a vocalist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so cool. So um, eventually, you you stop using. So this your... ombre and timbre. <laughs> exactly. So with, eventually, you with stopped... the twin ta- twin toxes. You enhanced your your ability. You enhanced your performance. Yeah. With this contraption you have in front of you. Definitely. What, what is that called? Uh, it's called the TC Helicon Voice Live Play. It's primarily used for instruments, but for what I do, I kind of made it more. So you, all you do your is your timbre is an instrument también. Eh? So everything that we're going to hear from you when you perform tonight is your voice. It's all my voice. It's all live. It's uh, it's, it's what it's going to be doing is you're going to hear it go into the machine. It's going to replay it, and then I'm going to build upon that, and it'll transition out of choruses, verses. It's amazing. Yeah. Now I've also seen videos of you where you actually beatbox without any of it. Yeah. And it's amazing. So <laughs> can, uh, so will you treat us to both? I'll do both, yeah. Awesome. That's so I got, I got I, you guys covered. Do, you're going to beatbox? I will. So well, do we need any tissue? No. Definitely <laughs> I, don't need tissue. I, I don't get it. <laughs> oh. No, no, I'm actually good at not spitting when I do it. I pride, I pride myself on so that. Well, okay, right, so right. what are you going to do for us now, right now? <laughs> uh, I'll do some beatboxing, just freestyling, just to loosen up. Should, should okay. we put the camera on him? or Yeah, we're going to turn like the camera, but include Twin Talk on this. Twin Talk. Okay, hold on. I will. So, I'm gonna step away so I can get the camera. So on you. my brother, while well, my brother sets up the camera, uh, do you have a name uh, for the next one, or do you kind of just ad lib? It's it? just a freestyle. Freestyle. Uh, oh. Everything that I, I'll just think of a melody to start it off in my head, and uh-huh. then it'll just go from there. Okay. Nothing's like planned on. I'm this. all ad lib. <laughs> okay, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, huh? let's, let's introduce some ladies and gentlemen. Brandon Martinez, otherwise known as Box of Beats. You're in tune with Jose and Angel Twin Talk.
Awesome, dude. Awesome, awesome, awesome. A little something, a little freestyle. Well, uh, that was nothing, just your voice. No sampling, nothing. No, everybody always asks me how I can do this and transition with my vocals that way, but I don't know how to answer that question. You know what impresses me the I'm most? Amazed. It was totally real. I kept I kept expecting him to touch that little boxy what thing, Im- and he never I did. Get. What impresses me the most is that he's got the snare and the hi-hat all in there, never losing you know the sounds of the the melody, the beat, the, the back beat, the front beat, the snare, everything in. I don't know how you Mucho do it. Practica. I like the twin tucks. <laughs> Did you know your parents when you were doing this all the time? I mean, I'm assuming you would practice a lot. Uh, I'm sorry. What was the question? Did you annoy your parents? Were your parents like, um, "Cállate"? No. Um, actually, believe it or not, the whole practicing beatboxing is more of like my own time thing. Like, I would. I mean, back in the day, I used to play like guitar very often and keys and stuff, and right. that's more so what I would work on. And they would be around showing them that stuff. But um, I mean, they've definitely they've always always tripped out on it just as much as everyone else does. Because especially in the shower, when I do most of my practicing for beatboxing, at least wow, they always get. <laughs> they never told you no sound effects at the table. <laughs> no, no, no. If anything, they're the ones like. Let me show my friends, like my dad's from Guatemala, <laughs> and he has a lot of friends oh, yeah? in, in Antigua. Uh, <laughs> All right, on, puro chapin, eh? Yeah, see, there you right go. On, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, Lourdes is going to chime in. His right wife's from, from Guatemala. Okay, cool. So where where did, um, so you started, went, obviously you were performing with your friends or you hang out. I saw a video of you hanging out at In-N-Out after work when you yeah. used to work in and out I was actually during work, <laughs> on the shift. <laughs> His dad's telling all the paisas, hey, mira. Mira, mi muchacho, que los, los ruidos que hace. <laughs> <laughs> when, when did you start performing in public for, like, just the general public? My first show ever for beatboxing, at least, was, um, was def- it was my uh, sophomore year in high school. It was our spring rally. And uh, I asked, it was my first time coming out with it, really. Um, and then I just asked the coordinator for the Associated Student Body if I could do a little show for everyone. And she approved, and I did, and and then from there it kind of just took off. Well, it's amazing. Um, you should go on America's Got Talent, eh? I actually did audition uh-huh. on the 9th of February. Okay. Just got worried I did not get No. In. I did not. Did get you in. use your little contraption there? I I did. It's wow. a very strenuous process. It's a. Uh, we got there. Me and my dad and my mom. We got there around uh, 10:30 in the morning. Um, was this in Los Angeles? Uh, yeah, in Los Angeles, the Biltmore Hotel. And I didn't audition, actually, until around 5, 5.30 in the evening. Yikes. Wow. So we were just in a room with about, you know, three to 400 people waiting 
getting called in groups of 50. Well, just go back. You can go they, back keep and, auditioning. Yeah, go back yeah, and tell definitely. them that you were on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And they'll, <laughs> they'll put you on. I kind of right? actually did a little bit more research on it. I found out once you establish more of like a, a following. Like if, if you were to go in with a, a, a very hefty, uh, say the least, uh, fan base, uh-huh. and you let America's Got Talent in on that, and they know that, that you have a lot of, at least a good basis of following, uh-huh. followers, uh-huh. then um, that benefits your chances as well. That's why we brought so, you Wayne Holmes. There it is. Because you got some followers. <laughs> we got to start it somewhere, you know what I mean? We're going to start it right here. Right here. So, in Theo Luis's garage. It's eh? my first radio show ever. So, so let's... Yeah, right. There you go. When he goes... Well, now you're part of the Twin Pyre, Holmes. Yeah. I joined the radio show Nine High, Mile High Club. <laughs> so, um, now you're going to perform for us something with your... Yes. This is called Loopy. Um, the one thing that I do is I add a little bit of reverb to the voice, so which it changes now. You can hear that, right? Yeah, sounds awesome. Yes. All right. So the song I'm going to be doing for you guys is it's called uh, Pause My Life. It's a song that I created about, I want to say about two and a half weeks ago. So uh, here we go. I paused my life when I first saw you A smile stole my eyes My heart grew twice its size I paused my life when I first saw you Now time is ticking by and I'm wishing I Never let time pass us by All we do is let it go But never let our feelings show Show me now and I'll show you mine Everything will be just fine I'll be yours and you'll be mine in no time Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> awesome. The, the way that he puts, the way that he starts to build it, he starts to make these noises, and then all of a sudden he gets to what he wants. Boom. And then starts to play it back, and then he puts something else on, he and he starts it to on. layer it and layer it. And you got timing and layering. And you can sing. Thank you. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that saxophone or that trumpet that yeah, you brought in. Everyone, sh- everyone wonders, is that really, yeah, really <clears throat> That's 100%. Ladies and gentlemen, that's that's just him, you know, doing that with his lips. It's a very, that's very amazing. No, no instruments involved. That was awesome, man. But it is nonetheless. Bitching. So uh, I, I, I want to hear another one. Another will, you, one? will you do something for us? Something else for us, dude? Um, am I asking too much? Because yeah, I'm loving I have this. Another song. This one's called "Little Black Dress." It's almost like the. Uh, it's more like a jazz piece. All or right. Actually, here, let's do this. Uh, we're gonna take you guys for a second from uh, Twin Talk to the uh, most classiest jazz club in all of Burbank. All right, here we go. Whoops! One more time. <laughs> all right. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to bring you to the most jazziest, most classiest, most exclusive jazz club in all of Burbank. Mr. Box of Beats is our guest performer today. He'll be accompanied by the band. Frankie, why don't you go ahead and drop that bass line for Mr. Box of Beats? Mr. Box of Beats, you think you could do something with that bass line? Beats, that sounds lovely, but it sounds to me like you're just warming up. Why don't you show these people, the lovely listeners, what you can really do on that trumpet? Take it away. Why you doing this to me? No, 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 no. The box of beats that was lovely. Thank you for blessing the people with the music. <laughs> right on, that was dude. that little set. That's one of the sets that I do in the uh, street performing. So right on, man. When I do street performing, that's what I do out there. Uh, you got a little bit of soul, también. We are running out of time because we have another show coming up. Remember, Tales from the Sunset Strip coming up at 9.05 one with more, Willie Bass. One more thing. Just shout out to my mother. It is her birthday. Oh, right. On the 20th. Happy birthday, uh, Mom. Happy birthday. Uh, very much love you. Thank you for everything that you've given me as far as birth and life and disability. <laughs> and also, my dad's coming up on the 18th of April as well. So, happy birthday to their up and comings. And I love you guys. Now, you have an, EP, you have an EP coming out. Uh, I have an EP that's actually uh, been released, produced it, edited everything. It's all done by moi. Just uh, hold on. Where, where do people reverb. find all, where do they find you? Social media, all that stuff. Uh, so, Instagram is Box of Beats. 91 as uh, as well as Facebook and Twitter um 
My YouTube channel is, I just type in Box of Beats, it'll show up on the search bar. And uh, as far as social media, that's what I got going. Email is boxofbeats91 at gmail.com if you guys want to inquire any events, birthday parties, I do everything, all that stuff. Let us know when you when you uh, CD drops. Call us in. I actually have it. I have them, yeah. I'm going to give you guys some Awesome. We'll here. throw them in a rotation. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll Brandon Martinez, otherwise Thank known you. as Box, Box of, of Beats. Beats. We'll be right back with beep, Angel's beep, 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 beep. Chill Lounge. <laughs> Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Kick back and listen. too short don't waste it be nice to that stranger don't pass judgment on him enjoy every single moment even the not so good ones enjoy that you have a moment have coffee with your parents or friends or siblings more often accept that invitation be still be quiet be present but make sure you tell them that you love them ask them for forgiveness and grant them yours. Rekindle that relationship. Salvage others and be joyful in the ones you do have. Start doing your bucket list. Rafting, jumping, dancing, go ahead, do it. Learn a new language. Taste a new cuisine. Learn to love a stranger. Don't be afraid, don't be shy, but be present. And even when it hurts, have joy and peace. Love is too short. Enjoy it. Chill one night. And that's another edition of Angels Chill Lounge. That brings us to the end of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel for the week. We thank you for joining us and we want to thank our guest, Brandon Martinez, aka Box of Beats. Awesome Box of Beats. Thanks for coming over here and rocking it, man. We. We want to also thank Jackie Casas, who's with us every week with the News and Dirty Laundry. Thank you, Jackie. We want to thank our listeners for listening and chiming in. Tell a friend, y'all. Tell your friends. And thank you for Box of Beats, Moms and Pops, and happy birthday to y'all. Happy birthday. And tune in next week. Next week, we have Eleventy. It's a really cool... 
got to check out this band. Cool, funky sound with a real different, unique twist to it. Um, Math U of T will be here next week. We'll play a couple of tracks, and he's going to perform live as well. All right, so stay tuned at 9.05 for Tales from the Sunset Strip with Willie Bass, the great Kenny Kerner interview. I can't wait. I can't wait. If you guys know anything about Kiss and all these great bands, the, uh, just stay tuned. Tales from the Sunset Strip tonight at 9.05. Good night, y'all. Shoo!